Praise God. Thank God for keeping us. Thank him for his mercies and his goodness over us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, today we'll be talking about, I have a title for today's message. That's very good. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Even though we didn't finish, um, huh? Which one? No, no, that's for Sunday now. We haven't finished. There's a story. There's uh, the Acts chapter 1. We're still there. <laughs> and we'll be looking at numbers. I was, I was sharing a story from the book of Numbers. Are we together here? But today we'll be looking at um, the force of destiny. The force, F-O-R-C-E, the force of, of destiny. The force of destiny. Take our Bible reading from Romans chapter 8, verse 29. That will be our first Bible reading. The force of destiny. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Father, tonight we ask that you bring an impartation to our hearts and bless us with your word. In Jesus' name we pray. For whom he foreknew... He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. 30. Moreover, whom he predestined, um, these he also called, and whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he glorified. Hallelujah. And the whole conversation started from whom he predestined these um, verse 30. Whom he predestined This he, this he also called, and whom he, what did you do? He changed. And whom he called, this he also justified. And whom he justified, this he also glorified. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So we're reading Romans chapter 8. 
And um, the first thought I want to, I'm keen my teaching from is, we see that in the mind of God and in the, in the thoughts of God, we see that there is a reality called predestination. Are we together here? Predestination. Meaning that there are no new plans. Huh? Meaning that God had already scripted your life before you even showed up. Huh? What has he done? He has scripted your life. Before you what? Showed up. You are you are a story that he is telling. Ah? Huh? And so when God calls you, he calls you because of a predestination. He says the people he predestined, they are the ones he has what? He has called. So, it doesn't call you and start uh, brainstorming uh, on, on what's in store for you. It calls you because there's, there's uh, a predestination or a, pre, uh, uh, a predestiny, however you want me to use it, but He's, he's predestinated you. Now, destiny is a complete story. There is no destiny that is not finished. It's a complete story. That's why it's called destiny. Now, I don't know your idea of destiny from your culture. I'm just talking about the Bible here. So, there is, there is a manifestation that is in the order of predestination. How many of you have used the fork to... to unscrew... Something before. Fuck. You know the technology, right? How do you do it? You bend it, right? And then you use it to unscrew. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Because the screw might not... The mouth might be different, right? Now, when, when the maker of the, of, the, of the fork was making it, did it predestine it to? Was that what in his mind when he was making it? That was not in his mind. But, but it can be used for what was not in the maker's mind. Am I correct? 
Yeah. Now, you know, one of the most difficult um, things to achieve in life is to convert a bent fork to its original state. You know, it's a very tough task. Now, sometimes it looks so easy as if it's just to turn it back how you bent it. But have you noticed that there will be difference from the one that was not bent? The teeth will not be on the same line. Or the teeth, one will just... If you, if you say you should bend it again, it will come forward and then... Um, you can't reverse that thing it's difficult to reverse am I correct but you can use it for what the maker did not plan it for but that way it won't be in its glory praise God when you use folk for what folk is meant to be used for um, imagine if you were in a competition to to eat um, spaghetti and, and they gave somebody fork, they gave another person a spoon. <laughs> the chances that the person with fork will, will, will do better, right? Why? Because the fork will manifest in his glory. Because it is in its element. And it is doing what it was predestined to do. You know, the maker did not make the fork and say, what can we use it for? Never. He didn't say, this thing that has four fingers, what will it be used for after making it? No. It's before making it that they planned what to be useful. So the glory of the fork is if it's being used for what the maker or designed it for. Not that it can be used for something else. Now let me say this to you. That the chances that you will not manifest what you were made for is very high. Most likely, you will not fulfill what you were made for. Humans, are, the tendency of not doing what you were created for, the chances are high. And you are not in need of hard work to, to do otherwise from your predestination. You don't need hard work. You just need to, you just need to be yourself. You see, but when you step into predestination and you are manifesting what you were ordained for, when, when you are living that kind of life at that level, your life is no longer validating you. Your life is now validating the brilliance of the maker. Because at that point you are trying to prove whether he who made you has sense or not. So the glory of predestination, that the glory that manifests in predestination, is not the glory, it's not just the glory of what was made. It's the glory of who made it. Am I here? Yeah. Do you get my point now? 
Now, have you seen somebody with a terrible haircut before? Huh? Like, I mean, obviously, terrible haircut. I had one last two weeks. Is it last week or last two weeks? I said, okay, my wife and I are practicing barbing, so I bought a new clipper. I sat down, she barbed my hair. We are succeeded to a point. It was very nice. And I said, okay, let me do the mustache. <laughs> we have already finished the haircut. It was, was good. We now put the clipper and the mustache then. <laughs> and I divided my mustache into three parts. <laughs> And I was looking like a clown. <laughs> it was that day I knew that every part of your body has value to the whole body. <laughs> I thought it's ordinary mustache that I can do without it, but suddenly I was looking Indian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I don't know what brought me to this street. There was something I was saying. Who can remember what brought me to this street? Eh? Eh? Now, 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 do you know when you see somebody who did not, whose hair is strange? Aside from the fact that it's ugly, you're asking, which carpenter barbed this hair? It's not just that the person is not manifesting. It's that you want to trace the creator and have nothing to do with with that creator, that day you, you know that that's not the salon you will ever go to. <laughs> so you see, when you step into predestination, you are not just manifesting your glory. You are manifesting the glory of the one who made you. So, at this level, your life lifts from At this level, your life moves from trying to prove that you are brilliant. It is now showcasing his brilliance. So, you are free from the pressure of, of, being, of being anything. Are my friends here? You are free from that pressure. I don't know if my friends are here. So, when we talk pre, predest, I don't know if there's a word called predestination. I don't know. It, I can say it. All right. And I don't know if you are getting, catching, catching me. Are you catching me? So when you step into predestination, what we manifest is the glory of God. What we manifest is what? It's the glory of God. It's no longer you manifesting. Now, just the way you can use a fork to, to unscrew something, 
you can also use yourself to do a lot. Huh? You know, you can be many things. How many of you know you can be many things? Do you know that? You know, Pastor Laolu now is a pastor. Pastoring Teens Church. Eh? It can be other things. It can be political talk. Yeah, it can be. It can be. It, it can be. There's no special skin for political talk. It can be political talk. Yeah. It can be Yahoo boy. Yeah. He can do Yahoo. He's not, he has the brain. He can do Yahoo. Right? He can do Yahoo. He can start sagging and smoke Igbo. Yeah, he can. No, he can. Yeah. He can, he can remove his trousers with boxers and he can be Malia. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, if a political thug can become a pastor. Then a pastor can become a political thug. It's the same. Anybody can be anything. Just the way you can use the fork to... You can, you can use the fork for weapon of war. Those days we use Bairo. Secondary school. I go choke you. Now the boss is for you to write notes. And you know, we have had many victories with Bairo. The Agu. Agu. Yeah, I've, I've stabbed somebody with Bairo before. Severally. Yeah. Praise God. See, I go, I, go, I go wound you now. Now, when the parents bought you the Bairo, it was for writing notes. Some people will not write notes, but they can use that Bairo for something else. Are we together here? So you can be anything. But the only way God will have glory is if you are what he predestinated you to be. That is the way his glory will shine. Now any other thing you be, the glory will not shine. Ah. The glory will not shine. Now, aside from the life in predestination, there is also the life in the flesh. Now, when I'm talking about the life in the flesh, I'm not talking about the life of sin. I'm talking flesh as per natural life. Now, let me say this to you. Currently, a, a large percentage of believers, their idea of manifesting the glory of God is not at the order of predestination. It's at the order of the flesh, natural life. Praise God. How do you know if somebody is doing well? That guy is what? He's doing well. The glory of God is, is all around that guy. What do we mean? <laughs> A standard of living. That's how we know somebody is doing well. That guy is, that guy is doing well. God has really, God has, uh, uh, God has helped that guy. God has helped that guy. That guy is, that guy is doing well. Well, it's not completely wrong, but it's different from predestination. Now, 
Now, let me try and further explain this from the book of John chapter 1 verse 12. You see, when you have crossed, as a, as a preacher, sometimes you cross, you cross the, I don't know the word to use here, but you cross that line where you are trying to be a good preacher. And you step into a place where you want, you are desirous of people manifesting the truth of God. When you have crossed that place, you will lose your pressure of trying to sound profound. And by the mercies of God, I've crossed that, um, I've crossed that plane of trying to be amazing. Now, in John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, But as many as received him, to them, give me the old KJV, to them he gave power, praise God, to become the what? The sons of God. Now, how many of you have received power to be a human being? Did you have an encounter to be a human being? Some of you, your parents gave birth to you because they wanted a child. Others, they were shocked. <laughs> Am I not correct? Yes, born by mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there might be one or two here born by mistake. <laughs> I was born by mistake. So, who was born by mistake here? All right, that one. Yeah, some of us were born by mistake. So if you if you abuse me and say you bomb by mistake, I'm not going to. It's not. It's not. It's true. A bomb by mistake. You didn't have an encounter to be born. There was some people who had encounter, and you were a resultant effect. Are we here? Now, but it now tells us that there is another realm of existence which we call salvation or born again. It says that one, it happened because a kind of power was communicated to you. And that power made that experience happen, that birth happen. Eh? Now, if, if it took power to make the birth happen, it is definitely making us sure and know that it's a birth of another order. Aha, are we together here? You've been born into another space, another realm the realms of God. Now, it says that when we received him, what happened is that power was communicated to us and suddenly we got into a realm called son of God or child of God. Uh-huh. To them that believe on his name. Now, which we are born is also a bat. Now, it says this particular bat is not of blood. Now, the bat of the blood is a natural one. Now, it says this bad is not of the will of the flesh. Now, what? The will of man. Now, the will of flesh and will of man are natural. This lawyer is found here. Eh? Somebody say, I want to be a lawyer. If you want to be, say, I'll say I'm a lawyer. Now, this is where lawyer is. This is where mechanic is. This is where bola is. Huh? <laughs> it is where they are. 
Eh? Musician is here. Programmer is here. Now, the mistake many people have is that when this one is working fine, they have an assumption that they are in predestination. No, no, no you are not. And for some people, their highest level of communication with God is that God let me fulfill. But that fulfillment they want to fulfill is in this order. Now, all I'm saying is that this order is not a sinful one. But this order does not mean that you are shining God's glory. Now, if it means you are shining, then you are not shining like Bigate. Is anybody shining like Bigate here? Now, if I don't teach you this thing, and if you make this thing priority, you'll be a fake person. Let me tell you why. Let me explain to you. You will be saying you are serving God, but when this is your priority, you have already, you have been cheated. The day somebody who is a king in this realm, in the will of flesh, the day that person meets you, and that person says, I'm going to train you. You will appreciate that person more than the five-fold person that has been training you. Because you use the five-fold to get this one. Now, the, when somebody who doesn't have five-fold asks this one, and says, oh boy, I like you. You just follow me. Now, when you do that, now, is there anything wrong in learning from me? Oh, no. But I'm just talking about where does your heart place it? Does your heart see it as, as, as manifesting the glory? A lot of you think that when you get to the peak of your career, you are manifesting the glory. A lot of pastors feel that when their church grows, they are manifesting the glory. It's still the will of flesh. Eh? Now, this was what happened to our senior brother, Solomon. That will of flesh and will of man, the man maximized it to the fullness. When he was done, he now, that thing, he had an encounter with God. He carried all those things to the presence of God and found out that everything was nothing. It says, sky, vanity upon vanity. Now, what Solomon is calling vanity, you have not even touched it to. <laughs> so, you are still hyping yourself if you are calling what you are vanity. Your own is less than vanity. <laughs> are my friends in this room? See, my name is Zachariah. You know that. I'm done with making noise. I don't used to make noise again because I can't kill myself again. People are going to decide by themselves. My preaching is not what it's going to. All these people that I'm seeing here, they know what they will do. I'm no more stressing myself. I'm not going to try to make it extremely clear. It's already clear. It's clear before you came. <laughs> There's nothing I'm telling you you don't know. The only auction is inside you. 
the difference between men is the decisions they make. It's not that one have had anything better. He said, it's the same thing that they preach to us, they preach to them. He said, but they did not profit them because they did not mix it with faith. You know what it means? They don't believe. Yes. Now, they don't believe it's not that God did not give them faith. They don't believe it's a decision. Yes. He said, I don't believe. I don't believe it. He said, make me first, make, my, make I get this vanity first. <laughs> make I get the vanity first. Then me too, I will say vanity upon vanity. And she will make her get the vanity first. <laughs> so currently, right now, as we are speaking, still stand up, Chris. Currently, right now, as we are speaking, there are some f- people who are Satan's children in the future. They are just currently speaking in tongues for now. Yes. Yes. They are in this church. Yes. See, let me just stand up now, for example. Now, this beautiful girl that all of you are seeing, this old woman, because she'll be doing like a teenager. She's a very old woman. And in a few years, we'll send her to her husband's house. Now, you see this lady now. You know she loves the Lord. But only and the Lord know. Now, if this lady is doing all this musicianship that she's doing, right now, she has a calling, she's anointed, she's meant to serve the Lord, serve everybody. But if the, 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 the center of all she's doing is at this level of will of flesh, if she's if the most important thing for her is to be known and popular, are you together with me? Somebody who can give her that, they did that one approach, maybe Don Jazzy. <laughs> Don Jazzy will say, Wow! What a talent! What a talent! Amazing! I've sent you a DM. Yeah. You'll be our Marvin Gaye. Wow. <laughs> no, no, you are laughing. The current ones. This is the story of the current ones. Because both the pastor who raised them and did themselves are operating will of flesh. Now, not just the person, the pastor himself. Because the pastor wants to blow, the, everybody wants to blow, say, ah, don't just come your daddy. Don't just come Our daughters are making waves everywhere. <laughs> there are some of you here. If Tony Emelulu, what was his name? Elumelu. There are a lot of you. If Tony Elumelu decide to mentor you, you are free from all spiritual mentorship. That's the day it ends. Because that's where you were targeting. The, that's the direction of the spiritual mentorship. That's what you wanted to use it for. 
So when the thing now fully comes, you are, have you not graduated? Okay, pastor, 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 it has come to pass. It has come to pass. Sit down, sit down. Now you can see yourself, you know this thing I'm describing. All of you are see yourself. So you see, there are some people, Satan just doesn't need you yet. You are not yet part he can't introduce you yet, but you are you are an army. You are in the army. Yeah. Yeah, in this church, not another. I'm not talking about the worldly church. I'm saying glory says, yeah, in today's Bible study. Yeah. Say so we don't need him yet. We know it's let Pastor Zach just be doing the groundwork. When we are ready, we'll come and carry our team. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of you are bored. That's why you are here today. Nothing much to do. When the activity increases, uh, your leg will, you will not find yourself here. Say, so, well, I remember those days. <laughs> well, I've done these things before. Yeah. 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 You are here. You are here. It's not another church. Are we still here? There's one illiterate preacher in the UK who has been very he's, he's, he's been a very shameful preacher. And it's because of this will of the flesh also. He has an assumption that fame is glory. Yeah. So sometimes he will will sing the video song in their church, sing, they say rapport with them and say we're changing community. (laughs) You are not not changing any community. Which were born, not of what of blood, not of what? Of the will of the. So, now, the point I'm making is that you have a new birth that has introduced you to a new world. Are you together with me? Now, do you know there are many Christians, I always say this, who count it strange when you talk about being a missionary? You know, a lot of people laugh about it. When they say, you'll be a missionary, say, <laughs> and everybody laughs. So they will send you to to Somalia, they will laugh. They will laugh. And the only place they plan to go is UK, Canada, Dubai. Now those are the places God, in His reach, in His, if He, if He's in His senses, <laughs> if His senses are working, those are the places He must take you to. Now, why do you find it strange and find it an impossible and you cannot comprehend that God can send you to a strange place? It's because your soul is in the will of the flesh. Comfort is your God. Are we together here? And if comfort is your God, the future is not sure with you and God because the enemy can supply comfort. 
Now, if Jesus, you see, if Jesus was all about the will of the flesh, the day Satan visited him, the salvation package has ended that day. The whole redemption plan has ended that day. Where they took him to a high mountain. Amen. Uh, and then they showed him all the glories of the earth. And said, if you bow to me, I'll give it to you. Now, of course, all of us know there is no mountain from which you can see the whole world. You know what happened there? It was a vision of the heart. But that vision came with faith. I'm trying to explain to you. He was, that, that was a definite transaction. And some of you are going to have such definite transactions. Satan will come to you. And you will know that if you follow him, yes, you, you will attain this level. Even as a preacher. When I was going to step into ministry, my spiritual father told me. He said, you will get there several times. He said, you are going to get to this place about three times in your life. He said, you will get to a junction. In that junction, you will know the way of God. You will know the way that is less of God. He says, and that one that is less of God will be very promising. Now, God will be watching you. You are the one to decide which one to choose. Yeah. 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 Every preacher goes through that. And that determines the structure of the house. And that determines what God can... You see, that way they have told God, God, okay, these are the things we want to purchase from your realm. The other things, please and please, don't bring it. Don't bring it near us. Blessing, plenty and all of that. Are you together with me? They will plan with God. You see... Can I talk a bit? There's one, um, there's one preacher in Ibadan. I think he's a son to T.B. Joshua. And then he manifests like T.B. Joshua. Now, that preacher is a false preacher, right? He's a false prophet. Now, you can't be a false prophet without false members. You see, false prophets do not necessarily deceive their members. No. Deceived, deceived people track them down. They track them. They track them down. You know, there's a way, there's a way I'm preaching now, for example. But preaching can let you know that, ah, I can't listen to this man. No. Today is the last day. Because what I want to be if I keep hearing this man, I will not... Uh, I many of you have been there for that? Uh, <clears throat> no. I need someone that will balance it. Yeah. Because you know where you are going. I know that if I continue with, with this person, I can't... I can't, arrive, I can't arrive there. Let me just go and get... The Bible talks about how in the last days, men will have each years. And they, resu- they, resu- they will even for themselves... So it's it is fake people that that anoint fake fake prophet. So a fake prophet is not deceiving everybody. It's just gathering is gathering fake people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you think people who go to prophets that are herbalists, you think they don't know? <laughs> you think they don't know? Uh okay for the other day. Remember the, the woman who has a hand condition? 
that they would do as if God is healing and the woman would stretch forth her hand. Now, on everywhere on the internet, that woman was shown doing that in about five churches. Yes, now. The same drama in five different churches. It's everywhere. So you think the members did not see the video? Eh, leave her like that. Leave, leave her like that. Leave her like that. Are we on the same page? So, they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires. That's the will of the flesh. Huh? Because they have each years, they will heap up for themselves. Teachers. So, some people, they are the ones that call their teachers. So, they are teachers who know the kind of people they want. Huh? Uh, all right. When when you have plan for breakfast breakfast service, thirty minute service. When the preacher has a plan for that kind of service, do you think he has a plan to raise an army? <laughs> he doesn't have plan to raise an army, and the people have no plans to be armed to be army. So he knows he's aware that there are some people who don't want to be army. They just need the feeling to retain the feeling that I still attend a church. And then there's a preacher who doesn't mind those kind of of people. And they say, okay, let who wants to key, who wants to die, meet who wants to key him. It's a Yoruba proverb. They collaborate together and then they, they have a beautiful moment. Are my friends here? Now, the point I'm really making is this. There is a point I'm making. The point I'm making is that the end of predestination is glory. The glory of God. That there is nothing you can be in the flesh that will manifest glory. And every part of your life has a flesh version. Every part. There is flesh version as a husband. There's flesh version as a wife. There's flesh version as a human being. And every part of your life has a predestination version. There is a way God has ordained you to be. Huh? And when you become that way, what will shine through you and manifest through you is what? It's glory. Now, when the glory manifests, the world will be changed. Are you together with me? What will be changed? The world will be changed. He said, whoever he, whom he predestined, this he called, whom he called, this he also justified, and whom he justified, this he also what? Glorified. I can't hear you. Glorified. I can't hear you. Glorified. He glorified, he manifest himself. You know, my dream, my dream is to see you manifest your glorious you. That's my dream. Now, let's look at this flesh thing a little bit more. This will of the flesh, just a little bit. Now, in John chapter 6, Jesus had a very, 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 very 
serious conversation. It was, it was one of the toughest moments that the Pharisees, the disciples, everybody had with Jesus. It was a serious one. That John chapter 6 was tough on everybody. That was the conversation about him being the, where he told them he messed up their theology. In fact, they wanted to finish him. In fact, this day was a bad day for his ministry. Because people left that day. This day, church reduced. And I've seen church reduced before. It's not a very nice thing. I remember when I was a student pastor. They handed over to me and I began to preach nonsense. My church reduced by 50 to 60 percent. Everybody left the church. Everybody left. I just came. I was talking strange things. The Bible. I was talking revelation. Talking about. And this was a church where. What the people were doing before them was Jesse Sunday. Uh, Jesse Sunday. Jesse Sunday you wear your different jerseys. And before them would have done competition. So on that Sunday is the grand finale. We've had winners. So Chelsea fans would, if they're the ones that won, you will see people on blue jersey. Then they will put on the altar the the logo of the <laughs> yeah. So we have just and we have cross culture. Is a Sunday that one you wear? Some men will wear boba and boba and wrapper. And dress like Papa Jasko. And just come. Some people wear Scottish dressing. And you know. All the meetings were SMS. That's sex, marriage and something. Those were what we're doing. Uh, fashion week. It was just. <laughs> the name of the church. Is Chapel of His Glory. The people turned it to Chapel of His Babes. That's what the whole school knows it as chapel of his babes. Drummer was a Yahoo boy. Keyboardist was a drug addict. <laughs> so, I'm, I love the church with my life. I love the church with my life. And so, when I was made the pastor of the church, you know, one day, one day before I was pastor, they did a particular service. It was such a strange service. You are not wondering what kind of service is this. So, and um, the pastor there knew what I stood for. And he's, a, he's also a friend. So I saw him after this. He just came out of the awe. And I saw him. I said, I was just looking at him. He said, What was I for flesh, Nigeria? I said, Make I give you flesh. He said, I said, I give the outer court. I said, I give the outer court. Yeah. It was like that. I'm telling you, you know, I'm not going to tell you like. Please don't put this, don't, don't release this sermon without cutting this part off. Because people will listen to this sermon in 20 years, in 30 years, in 100 years. Or maybe you should just leave it. And so when I now became pastor, I now started, you know, the spirit. The spirit that God is bringing us to a robust dimensions of the glory of the, you know, we're coming into dimensions of apostolic reformation. The charismatic God is doing Boom, boom. People were just leaving. 
I'm telling you. The, all the instrumentalists left. Yeah, that was when Paul started playing for me. Yeah. Paul was like number four. It was not in the top <laughs> instrumental. Yeah. And I brought him Paul, managing our own worker, own worker with him. And then, I'm telling you, some of our top musicians left and half of the church left. So that was what happened to Jesus here. He was preaching strange stuff. Strange stuff. But guess what? Let me finish that story. Guess what? We started getting people saved. Every service. Like new people started getting born again. Every service. When we do altar call, people are on the altar weeping and crying. And then, get, and then we made sure we got them filled with the Holy Ghost immediately. You know. And those people were the ones who turned to leaders in the church. Yeah. We had new leaders, a new church completely. And then we now became a mega church. We now had to do building projects. We broke the walls, built a church that was times two of what we had before. And um, everything turned around. It was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. It, from Chapel of His Babies, it became the center of revival. Like, like center of revival. Buses who used to come from Unilag. Buses. That was when... Um, Laolu, I think, I know, did you come? Yeah, Laolu La and Anu would, would, not just both of them, I mean, they'll come with a bus from Unilag and do meetings with us. I would go there. You know, it, was, it was a huge revival. But it started with people leaving. Huh? And Jesus' response to people leaving is, are you also going to go? Now that's, that's very important. I pray that God gives you understanding. Listen, the point is, may you find a life course that is true, that you are willing to let anyone go who doesn't align with that. May you find that course. Hey, if you get what I'm talking about, eh, you will shine. May you find that life course, that path that you know this is the Lord that revealed to you. May you find that part. I pray for you. I pray for you. That may you find that, that path. You see, when you find that path, people exiting you will translate to more energy. When you find the right path, exit will not be lost. Exit will be shedding of excessive weight. Like exit will, will lead to speed. I tell you the truth. I pray for you. I'm praying for you. I, God says, man, I'm praying for you that you will find that course. Hey. You see, when you find that course, you won't, be, you, won't want, you won't want validation here and there. Oh, no. That was what Jesus found very early in life. And I thank God that I'm finding that. When you find that, you are fine. The angels of God will come strengthen you. Exit will not be a, will not be a bother. When, when you are afraid people exiting you, it's because you are blind to destiny. When you are afraid people exiting you, you are just afraid. 
This is serious. This is serious. This is very, very serious. I've seen people who can stay, who can stay with their, they are using their marriage to compensate their families. You know, people that are married who are still trying not to make their in-laws angry. And then they are using their home to compensate angry in-laws. Yeah, they are, they, are, they are men like that. They are very, I'm telling you, forget that men have beards. There are some, there, there are some men who are very stupid. I'm telling you the truth. Their wife is begging everybody up and down. Str- she's begging strange people. She's going to strange places, cooking strange meals. Like she's married to the old tribe. <laughs> Because the guy is a weakling. And he, the family doesn't have a purpose. When family has purpose, there won't be time for all those, all those nonsense. Your, your uncle's brother or sister something is angry that they did something, something, and you did not come, something. Say, mommy, hey, mommy, go see time, mommy. <laughs> Mom? I'm telling you. Are you happy to be in church today? Yes, I'm sensing something and I'm waiting on, on what I am sensing. I'm really trusting God to take our ministering to just, I wish God can just bypass preaching to impartation, just let the let what I want to preach just enter the heart. Boom. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> wow. Wow. God just showed me someone in this house who's going to do great things. Yeah. I don't want to prophesy so that that doesn't take our time, but I'm seeing one or two things. Wow. 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 You know, let me tell you about your destiny. You guys here are going to, you are going to end as an enigma. Enigma. You are going to, you are going to be a wonder. Yeah. You are going to be a wonder to this generation. You know why? Because what God is teaching you is going to work. Can I tell you something? When others are counting their losses, you are just starting to count your gains. Yeah. That's what I see. When others are filing for divorce, your 25-year-old marriage looks like the first day. When people are talking about how bad the economy is, you are, you are hitting your greatest deals. Yeah. When people are ordering, you are sending funds for mission work. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm more than excited. I tell you, I am what? More than excited. Excitement doesn't describe what I feel in my bones. I see a generation of conquerors. That's what I see. That's what I see. I see, I see global examples. I see icons. And you see, not too much. They are not so flamboyant. But they carry a serious weight. And you know the weight is the weight of lifestyle. That is just how to live. And you know that's the prophecy of Isaiah. Where the people will come and say, teach us. Teach us the way of the Lord. Teach us your way. We want, to, we want to know your ways. Take gold. Take everything we have. You have a lifestyle. Are my friends here? Alright, let me rush. Jerry, are you here? Jerry. That... Um, MTN Alvarez, is it Jerry, that lady? When that lady went to open the window. Oh, hey, Jerry. Is there anyone that calls you like that? Oh, Jerry. I'm sorry. I'm happy. I'm happy because your life is exciting. I'm happy. I'm so happy. I, I feel the joy of the spirit. Yeah. And I know it has to do with your life. The amazing wonder that you shall do and that you shall represent. Listen, I have the privilege of talking with kings and that excites my soul. Now, then Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, I'm in 53. Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Wow. Now, Jesus is talking about people who can fully manifest Mr. Nanjadi. And yet, he's saying you have what? No life. Why? Because there's life and there is life. There is destiny, and there is destiny. It says, you have no life in you, except whoso eateth my flesh, you see, and drink my blood. What does he have? Eternal life, and I'll raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is what? Indeed. Gabriel is not in church, right? He is, yeah. What does indeed indicate? Indeed. Huh? Yeah. Indeed, my make us aware that perhaps there is something that is camouflaging as the real thing. And says, no. Huh? My flesh is what? So there's another flesh that is not meat. And my blood is what? Now he that eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwells in me and I in him. And the living father has sent me and I live by the father. So he that eats my, he eat me, even he shall what? Live by me. 
Now this is the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. These things said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Many therefore of disciples, when they heard this saying, when they heard this said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? That's the disciples. The disciples were done. Like, who can hear it? This thing that we are hearing. Ah. <laughs> it's like uh, this discipleship thing. <laughs> are we together here? But you can hear what ordinary men can hear. Huh? The spirit is empowering you to hear what ordinary people cannot hear. Do you know why we have glory center come to church? Because I heard what ordinary people won't want to hear. Yeah, I heard it. Everybody was hearing how to survive. I was hearing, God, what would you have me do? Are we here? So many disciples, when they heard it, when they heard this said, this is an art saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, does this offend you? What if you see the son of man ascend up where he was before? It is the spirit that what? That quickened. Somebody say, it's the spirit that quickened. Please scream it. Please scream it. So when we talk this predestination, I'm talking that life called predestination, that ex- that possibility, it is it exists in the spirit. It the spirit is the safe where predestination is. So for you to download predestined life, you have to have access to the spirit. Now, now events in that realm causes quickening to happen. Are you with me? So so there is there is husband. And there is husband. There is wife and there is wife. There is pastor and there is pastor. If you pick it from predestination, are you with me? Life will multiply. You will have life and you will be able to what? To give life. So you see, when you live in predestination, you create a first field of life. Oh, kabaya. A first field of life. Now, let me say this to you quickly, parents. It is this one they used to train children. Not agidi. Now, you shall not do it. No, 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 no. When you live in predestination, you create a force field of life around you that your children will be conforming. Yeah. You don't train children with noise and with scream. It's the amount of life that is released in the home that conditions their heart. Listen, the heart does not necessarily respond to words. It responds to what is contained in the air. The spirit, the atmosphere. That's what affects hearts. Are you together with me? Praise God. You see, there are some choir you go in that if you want to manifest your voice, if you have a powerful voice, you have a place there. Because you know that there is, there are competition around whose voices more powerful. That's the spirit. But there's some other choir you go that you say, oh, this one. <clears throat> My talent will die here. <laughs> this kind of one. If you, if you come only because of talent, your talent will die. 
Because you are coming for choir rehearsal. It's video you are doing. It's Bible study you are doing. When are we going to manifest the song? Then the song, somebody can pick one song, sing it for 25 minutes. It's still see that is to annoy me the most. You just sing one song. She, sing, she can sing one song for 13 minutes. She would have finished singing the song. She would see this. I say, oh my goodness. Sometimes the song does not have more than two lines. The two lines are lines that will be reducing your voice down. There's no, there's no note you want to hit anywhere. You're like, ah. It's the atmosphere that trains people. So you just go in, you, you, you are proud, but as you just join them, you just, you are, you are just found that you are humble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just find out that you are humble. So, he says the spirit what quickens. So, anytime you take cue from your spirit, you take a cue from your spirit, and you take perspective from your spirit, what, what happens? Life happens. I said life happens. I said life happens. The spirit quickens. Now, now, you see, for a woman, for example, sit down there. For a woman, for example, you see, yeah, it's good to be beautiful. Very good. But don't focus just on beauty. Get a life in the spirit. Have life. A girl ought to have life. Am I correct here? Now, Pastor, what does it mean that? What, what do you mean by a girl ought to have life? Now, now it's, it's natural for girls to be troubled when there's no money. Are we together here? But there are some girls who have the capacity to be in joy when there's no money. Why? Because they have life. They can, they can put courage and boldness in the heart of a man. Are you together with me? They have capacity. You know not everybody has capacity. Capacity is not a decision. You either have it or you don't have it. The Bible says if you fail in this adversity, it's because why your strength is little. Capacity. Capacity. Are my friends here? The boys, men who, who can have life in the spirit. Huh? How? What was the manifestation? They're not easily angry. It's one of the ways a boy should know that it's not spiritually mature is, is your, your propensity to get angry. How quickly do you get angry? Temper. You see, temper is a, a major sign of immaturity. Temper. Your, your irritation level. Yeah. Temper. If you have temper issues, you need consistent retreats yeah. for God to quickly grow you up, especially if you are married and you have temper issues. Amen. Because, because marriage is the greatest production. Let me finish what I want to say. <laughs> it's, it, it's, 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 the, it's the biggest production house of offense. That's where offense is produced in mass P. Yeah. Yeah, marriage is a house full of offenses. You see, when when you see a man and a wife are not fighting, it's not because there's no offense. Is there is maturity above offense? It's not the you see the same thing that is making you and your husband break your head. It's happening in the places where they are going for dates. So don't think that was that if we are enjoying you, if you know what we are, you are not going through anything. All of us are going through things. 
is just maturity above offense. It's not like when you see two people happy, it's not like they are better behaved. It's not like they are better behaved than, 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 than you guys. It's just that you are not mature. Are you together with me? You get angry easily. That's, that's the sign of immaturity. You are easily angry. Why? Because you are self-righteous. And that's immaturity. Because you find it easy to see the, the speck in the eye of another. If you were focused on your log, you won't really see speck. So when I see a man who is sure he has a bad wife, I know a man who has not seen himself. That my wife, huh? <laughs> I made mistake. I know that he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not mature. Or oh, is that my husband? He's well. Well, the Bible says we should stay in the marriage. No, no. I tell you the truth. That husband that you think is terrible. <laughs> there are more terrible men. Are you with me? Am I getting you tired? No. Alright, so you need to go get life. Huh? Predestination. You say, Father, who was I before you sent me to the earth? Uh-huh. Now, that knowledge is in the spirit. That knowledge is where? So he said the spirit quickly. He said, but the flesh. That thing called flesh. He said the flesh profits what? Nothing. The flesh profits nothing. Now, you see, profit, when we talk profit, it's not necessarily, the word the flesh, it's not that there's nothing in the flesh. It's just that when you transact with it, that's the challenge. The flesh looks like it has until you introduce it to transaction. Yeah. Uh, let me give an example. Ego is flesh. Yeah. And ego makes you feel good. Yeah. But just introduce ego to your home. You will not get any result. <laughs> now, ability to explain. Lawyer. You know, lawyer. Lawyer profits. I said, no, I'm going to explain. Like, when she's done, I'll, I'll say my own side of, of the story. Now, exactly 1804, he came home. <laughs> he came home by 1804. When he came home, 1804, this is September 2. It happened in September 2. It was September 2. Don't tell me. I know when it happened. It happened in September 2. Now, when he came home, he had this draconian look on his face. Now, the, the, the cheek here was down. One was up. And um, I knew, now, no matter how much you can explain something, your ability to explain will not bring peace to your home. It says that flesh profits nothing. That's what I'm explaining to you that flesh will profit you nothing. Now, I know preachers who say, ah, I won't, I won't go into the ministry yet. Let me first go make money. The day they, got that, that they get that money, they will find that you can't use money to push nada. You can't use... <laughs> In ministry, something comes before money. If you have money without that something, you are pushing nada. You, are, you see? You are pushing nada. Yeah. Yeah. If I put, if we put money first, we're pushing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if, if I give you 500,000 monthly, it will not, it, ha, it will have no dot to your loyalty to me. I mean, God kind of loyalty to add, it, it will add no dot. You can still be evil. 
Because that thing profits what? Nothing. The flesh profits nothing. And a lot of us, we glory in our flesh. Now, not just that. The world is trained you to be mighty in the flesh. So that's why we need to be retrained. He said, me, I cannot take nonsense. But nonsense has taken you. <laughs> nonsense has taken a hold of you. Yeah. Say, me, I can't take nonsense. I can't take nonsense. You've lost your home. You've lost your children. You've lost, you've lost your peace. What, about, what if you take nonsense? And let's see what will happen. Wow. So, you see, what profits is where? In the spirit. Come, brother. This one is a billionaire. This one is not. It's a thousandaire. Tens of thousands. This one is a billionaire. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Come. Come, uh, my beautiful Anna. Now, if God leads her eh, to marry the thousandaire, if she decides to marry the billionaire, now this, if she marries the billionaire, let me tell you some things that are sure in her life. She would, she would ride maybe G-Wagon, right? Yeah. The latest, maybe Range Rover. She will fly PJ. Yeah. She will wear gold. Wow. Diamonds. Yeah. Huh? What else will you do if you, if you are married to a billionaire? <laughs> They're advising you. They said you should go for vacation. Where will you go for vacation? Where? Where should she go? Eh? Paris. They said she should go to Paris. And where? Kema Island, Maldives. All right. They are giving you many ideas. Now, you know that's a very beautiful life. Tell the truth. Don't keep quiet. Don't think it will affect my message. Tell the truth. <laughs> eh? It's a beautiful life. And it's not a life God doesn't want you to have. Now, if, if the Lord wants her to marry the thousandaire, and she marries the billionaire, she, she will have all those things. But the Bible says it will profit nothing. All those things will not add anything to the fulfillment of God's purpose over her life. Can I make it depart. She will, not, she will have no advantage. All that prosperity will not be an advantage to be anything God ordained that to be. So it's not that she won't have, but when she uses it to transact, there won't be profit there. So sometimes, you see, you see, profit is not a, you see, capital does not assure profit. That you put 10 billion in a business, that you have enough capital, is not the same as profit. They used to lose capital. <laughs> it will dip. <laughs> capital can dip. Am I not correct? No, no. The flesh is capital. You are just hyping capital. The spirit is profit. The spirit is profit. So many of us are chasing capital. And God is the one that has profit. So it is when he leads you that you will profit. When you go and run after capital, it does not. It's a, it's a poor plant. 
Apollo water. I'm looking at them. I'm looking at them. I'm, the, I'm looking at them. If you hype planting, you can plant. Is it planting you want to eat? Is it you? See, you plant. <laughs> plant. If you hype watering, uh, uh, you will drink it. <laughs> See, I want to go where there is water. I want to put my farm close to the water. And God said, go and plant in the mountain. You say, no, it's the water. Ah, God, it's water. Now, that's capital. But capital does not assure profit. There are people who plant their church in Lekki. Lekki people are not attending. And there are people who plant their church in Ota. In, in, in and lucky people are going to water. Huh? The, the flesh does not what? It does not profit. Are you getting this message? Are you getting this message? Now this is, you see, God is not wicked. This is the reason why when you see some people's life without fruit, don't pity them all. It's not mistake. It's not Satan. They are 100% of them are children of disobedience. When you see people with a track record of unfruitfulness, they have a track record of disobedience. It's not a mistake. You go and check their life. They have left something they should not have left. They have stayed somewhere they should not have stayed. And they know. Then they will now enjoy unfruitfulness. You see, you see when you follow the flesh, what you carry, whatever you hold, is in its, is in its decreasing state. So you think you have, but you are in a process called loss. So you are losing. But you see, when you are in the spirit, the part of the righteous man, it will shine bright. Now, when you are, you see, who, who has the future? One who has a great light that is growing dim or one who has a dim light that is growing great? So if, if, if you just go and gather light, but not the light of God, it's growing dim. But sometimes God gives you a dim light. But it's the part of the righteous. It's shining brighter and brighter on the perfect day. So if she follows the billionaire, she can have everything. But it will not profit. Now, if she follows this thousandaire, which she has decided to follow. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God might increase him. God might not him. But whatever it is that is in this engagement, it will lead to a profit. Yes. Always. You see, God is majority. Your introduction is a privilege. That's why I told Gideon. He said, I'm not a God that saved with many. I don't, I mean, if, if I, if I can go this, to this battle without any of you. <laughs> I can go to the battle. That's why obedience is enough. Because obedience just means I'm on God's side. And God will always have victory. Are we together? You can see that. So, it is the spirit that what? Quickly. Pastor, what are you telling me? I'm telling you that if you are in the spirit, you can laugh forever. Regardless of the circumstances, what's happening. If you are sure that you are in the spirit, go ahead and laugh and rejoice. It will be well with you. But if you are not in the spirit, and to be in the spirit is not to close your eyes. What I mean by, 
<laughs> what I mean by being in the spirit is that you are where God will have you be. In obedience, in scripture, and you just stay there. Now, if you are there, you can rejoice. Now, it doesn't matter the fire burning around. It doesn't matter the, 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 the floor that is ravaging. If you are in the spirit, quickening will happen. You see, the death of Jesus was more valuable than those who were alive. Because he died via obedience. His death was more valuable than those who were alive. In the spirit. Now, you know that if Jesus wanted to pre flesh, he wouldn't have died. But now that he died, there's life forevermore. And there's life for uncountable, is it uncountable or uncountable? Uncountable billions of humans. The blood of Jesus is still speaking. Jesus' death via obedience is still bringing quickening people, quickening people, quickening. (laughs) When you enter into this level of life, you enter automated life, automated quickening. Everything around you just automate. Are my friends here? Give me 10 minutes. Let me wrap up. Let me show you five ways to break into this type of life. Or four. And I won't preach it. I will just... I will just... I will just say it out. Huh? How do I break into this predestination? How do I... How how do I step into it? The first one is that you break into it. How do I break into Balzac? Through intimacy, engaging the Lord. Now, Peter was a great fisherman, right? Huh? Now, let me ask you a question. If, if Peter ended as a fisherman, what is the profit of all the fishes Peter caught to mankind and humanity? What's the value of those fishes, friends? Huh? Imagine Peter ended as a fisherman. But when he met creator, creator said, yes, you are a fisherman. But with your engagement with me, I will turn you to what? Fisher of men. Now, because of fisher of men, that's why you are here. He turned to fisher of men. So you see, it came from the will of the flesh. He stepped into predestination. That was what happened in Acts chapter 2. By the time he finished speaking, 5,000 people were saved in one day. But it happened by him tarrying. In Jerusalem. Huh? Tarry. As they tarried with the Lord. As they tarried in obedience. Something came up. Oh my goodness. Now that's another thing about destiny. Destiny is not just an advice. Destiny is an impartation. It's not just advice to be great. It's greatness entering inside you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like an injection. God just injects you. And you just know that you are more than this. And then you begin to go a whole new different direction. From here, this is how I'm going to change the world. Listen, if I don't change the world, are you listening to me? Then you have been in a dream. You have not really been engaging me. This one is going to change the world. It's from here. Are my friends here? It's from here. Because that's the content of the destiny. That's what is in, inside it. And not just that it's inside it, not just that I was told... In different moments and different times, the impartations enter inside me. Listen, it's not it's not Bonface David went to use to kill Goliath. It's destiny. He has stepped into predestination. Something else was at work in him. It's not like he was he was trying to be bold. We are, we are talking of soldiers 
ran away from Goliath. It's not an issue of boldness. You need an impartation for that. You need to know that you were wired and ordained to do this. Listen, there are going to be great taxes in this life. And then you just know it is me God wired for it. Hey, Kaba. You will just know. Because you have gotten it. David, 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 David asks, what are you going to give the people? He said, this is free. This is free prosperity. David became a millionaire in one day. He says, no, no, no. This is why I'm sure. Please, what are you going to give? What are you going to give? <laughs> oh my goodness. How can you be that sure? He said, what are you going to give the person that kills this guy? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Ah! Now, this was a man who was comfortable with taking care of few sheep, yet having capacity to take out Goliath. Yeah. That's what predestination does to you. When you carry it, you are not even trying to be something. Because you are ready it. You are not... The man was comfortable. You see, when people are trying to be, to show themselves and say they don't have it. When you have it, you are just okay. Am I preaching here? Listen. Great people like to introduce people as, 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 as their friends. When you meet a really great person, you say, it was, and you know you are not close, you say, my friend. You know you are not his friend. Now, the one that's near you small, just small. You say, ah, uh, uh, <laughs> it, it will look for every means to bring you down. Have you met some people? I say, ah, oh. Ah, I remember those days. I remember those days. <laughs> For this boy, he's a very stupid boy. <laughs> they look for every means to bring you down. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. David could take out Goliath, yet he was taking care of fishing. Why? Because they did not call him to the matter. He was doing what they asked him to do, and that he did well. And that he did. In an in an in a crazy way, he did some he did little things in great ways. Now that's the sign of greatness. When you you manifest your greatness in little things, people who wait for great things to do great things are serious people. This man had few sheep, yet he could risk his life to kill lion. If lion takes your sheep, are you not going to testify that the day the lion came? Thank God, something told me not to go to the farm. Is that not the normal testimony? That something told me that day not to go. That's a normal testimony of normal humans. But when you have received something from the Lord, when an impartation has entered you, you feel like chasing lion. And you remove, you remove, you have liver to remove food from lion's mouth. We don't even know this, David. We are not, we, we joke with David too much. Remove food from lion's mouth, teenager. That's not a normal teenager. Hey, Kabuna Kadia. That's not a normal one. That one, something has entered him. Listen, listen. Few days to come, things will enter inside you. Yeah. Some of you will just feel like packing a stadium. You see, not because you're ambitious, you just know you're mental. I'm mental. I'm mental. I'm mental. I know what I'm saying with the, like the back of my hand. I say there are going to be great inspirations that will come upon you. But it's because it's predestination. You are ordained for it. Are we here? Some of you are going to start businesses. People were not expecting you to start. 
But you are not, you are not trying. It's not trying error. You are definite. This is it. And they will be looking for, they will be looking for who started it. They will pass you. The window is you. David said, what are you going to give the person that, that takes out this man? They said, half of the kingdom. He said, it's done already. It's done already. Then they now wanted to give him that their crazy clothes, garments. So, he said, will they run out from inside? We run this thing from inside. No, they, no, they stress me. It's from inside. We run it from inside. It's easy. I say it's easy. When that thing comes from God, it's easy. It's easy. It's not that it's cheap. What I mean by easy is that it's gracious. It's grace. It's inside you. It's easy. It's easy. He says, I don't need it. I have catapult. And I can pick stone on the road. And then by the time we began to see the content of his soul, he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that is defined the army of the Lord? He said, today is your last day. And, and Goliath said, am I a dog? You are getting the message. He said, am I a dog that you come to me with a stone? I don't know if I can preach here. I don't know if I can preach. Because there are some formulas God is giving you that you are rejecting. And you are rejecting it because it's not the common one. A lot of you are, are, are taking for granted the strategy God is giving you. And you think because nobody has, you see, nobody took out a giant, everybody took out giants with swords, took out giants with spears. But David took out a giant with a stone. Why? Because God had injected him a revelation. A revelation called there is Jew and there is Gentile. And in the animal kingdom, Gentiles are dogs. Yeah. Gentiles are treated as seen as dogs in the Torah. And when they were still seeing a human, he had already, God had given him revelation. This is not human. This is Gentile. And if he's Gentile, he's dog. And if he's dog, we stone him. If it's dog, we stone him. I have a strategy for this house. A divine strategy. What did God tell me? Several things God told me. One of it is that God told me, don't concern yourself with big people. Don't stress yourself with big God told me, Zach, don't stress. He still showed me recently. It, Jesus did wedding, a parable. They went to call the big people, they didn't come. And I said, go to the streets and go and pack any kind of person. You see, the value of the gathering is my presence in it. So MD, banker, that's not the value of a church. The value of the church house the presence. What, what makes a great church is not the caliber of people. It's the caliber of, the, of God. God is the church. It's the strength. It's the power. So God told me, don't, don't, don't stress yourself. Don't look for people who are looking or responsible. They are irresponsible. Look for those who are needy. Get them. Friends, it has worked. Yes, I said, friends, it has worked. Yes, it has worked. We have had no need to stress ourselves. We have had no need to reduce the message. Because the people listening, uh, the prophet that came last time asked me, he said, is there like a, is there like a base somewhere? Is there like a base somewhere where there are some vibrant young people domiciled that you're going to carry everybody into your church? That's what he asked me. I said, no. I said, no. There's no base anywhere. 
no business anywhere. He said, he said the energy, the, he said, the, the, he says, I said, not anywhere. It's a strategy God gave me. I've seen people packaging, packaging nonsense. Packaging nonsense. What are you packaging there? Go on this street. If you go on this street, you will, you will get the new generals there. Get them, put them, and then use. Listen, this, it, it was from nothing God created the heavens and the earth. With his words, he created the heavens and the earth. So you can't tell me that we can't use words to build God a great church. With words. He didn't, get, he didn't repair the bad son. He didn't upgrade the sun. He made the sun from scratch. Let there be sun. Let there be moon. So whatever we want, we can from scratch. Ah! If I need billionaires, I will raise them from scratch. I will, you, you want money? Then get scripture. I will raise my billionaires from scratch. I will raise them from Nehemiah. I will read Nehemiah. I will use what to finish their life. Yeah. It works. It works. It works. It's working. And train up a child in the way you should grow. When he goes, he shall not depart from it. Everybody know who trained them. There's not you don't have time. Let me allow you to go. You don't have time. This service just started. You'll not be looking at me with bad eye. You are enjoying it, but you want to go over. It's your life. You enjoy. Pastor, be going. No, let it. Let it. Pastor, it around. And the service for me.